0: Hey, 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 what up? It's your girl Kelly with Kelly Talks with today will be Mike, my husband. I know you guys have heard uh, me talk about him a thousand and one times. And on this morning, I have him on the podcast with me and we're going to have a bunch of fun. Aren't we, Mike? Yes. Yes. Um, We're going to be talking about some really, really cool subjects. This particular day is what is love, And I'm pretty sure that's going to spiral into a bunch of different uh, little mini conversations, but that is the focus of the conversation today. What is love? Um, First, let me just give a shout out real quick. Happy birthday to my husband. His birthday was this past Saturday. Um, And... He's become older and wiser, which I think makes him feel different about love than maybe I do. But maybe it don't have nothing to do with age at all. Maybe I'm just making excuses because I don't love the same way. It's pretty shitty, actually. Um, but but you know you got to throw excuses out there to make yourself feel better. I have a mixed I have a mixed idea of what love is. You know I think that love comes in so many different forms, and I think we should discuss that because. I think it has a lot to do with culture. I think it has a lot to do with, uh, I don't want to say class per se, because I feel like whether you got money or you don't have money, um, you can still love. But I do think it has a lot to do with culture and the idea of how you're taught to love as a young child. That's just my personal opinion. So I'm going to give my definition of love real quick um and then maybe first before i do that actually i'm gonna give all my shout outs um early in the show to get those out the way first of all i want to shout out to my co-host Felonius monk who is not on this particular podcast because the nigga's too busy whatever i'm not gonna be chasing you nigga i'm not about to be chasing you anywho um also i want to give a shout out to my reading this friday that is going to be at emerson coffee cafe this friday on wilson This Friday on Wilson Avenue up north, I think it's one four four west, one four 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 west. I might be lying, or one two two four west. Just say it's
1: an uptown. It's an uptown across the street from Truman College. There
0: you go, uptown across the street from Truman College. Because I have no idea what the exact address is. Off of the
1: Wilson Red Line.
0: Off the Wilson Red Line, 8pm, this coming Friday, May 12th. It's going to be amazing um, because I've been working on this book for a while and I'm proud of it. So I'm going to read a nice chunk of it um, for you guys, for whoever comes. And it's free. Come on now. It's free. It's free. You should be there. It should be sold out because it's free. All right, moving on. What is love? My definition of love is skewed. So I'm going to let my husband tell me what love is in his words first, and then we'll move on from there. Mike, my love, my friend, my buddy, my bed partner,
1: my housemate. I don't know how to go into that question off the cusp. Like, that's not an easy question to answer. You usually have to have some context around it.
0: What is love to you? What does love mean for you in regards to family? What does love mean to you in regards to relationships? What does love mean to you in regards to friendships? Let's break it down in sections. I can
1: say that love in general for me is what separates me from my priorities versus the things that I would like to do love is what I guess love is what makes me want to do for others before myself
0: but I think that it has to be more right it has to be more than just prioritizing and doing for others it it has to be deeper than that shouldn't it be
1: Well, I think it is, but I think the way, if I was going to put it into a physical, uh, attribute, you know, and if you were going to quantify it, that's how I would be able to quantify it. It's where do I spend my time? Where do I put my priorities? You know, and those are typically in the things and the people that I love. If I love doing something, then I allocate my time towards that. If I love someone, then I allocate my time towards that person. And not just my time, but I allocate my resources, my energy, my um, my emotions. You know, there's a multitude of things that I think. Um, you know, there's a lot of variables and a lot of different ways to attack it, which is why it's such an open-ended question. You know, what is love? Because it's it is it is a hard thing to define. Um are pulling the Lauryn
0: Hill moment right now.
1: I think if you were to in the
0: classroom. <laughs>
1: Well, because it's 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 really about what is love in a what what is love to you when like when it comes to your marriage, what is love when it comes to your children? You know, um, it changes. I don't think it. I'm not. It doesn't change. It just looks different.
0: I think I'm a huge belief that love is not natural per se. I don't think it is. I know a lot of people think it's just in you, it's just who you are, but I don't believe that. I think that love stems from a certain attitude. No, I
1: think love should be natural is what I'm saying. It when should I, be when natural. When I say that, I mean is that when you love somebody, it should be natural. Love. Is he didn't not, say
0: that on air yet, y'all, but he does say that a lot, that love should be
1: natural. Love should be something that's not forced. I mean, everything you have to, you have to fight through a lot of stuff in a marriage or in a relationship and even in a relationship with your children, but love in itself should be very natural. I, it, yeah, I,
0: it should. I think that I think that it's natural for those who naturally understand what it is. That naturally, like I think it's a certain feeling that you either have felt or you, like. Think about it. If a if a, if a um, person like like for instance, some of these young kids that are in africa right they're brought up to be soldiers to kill you know what i mean to think a certain way it's probably going to be very difficult for them to love
1: yeah but they without also, having that mentality at, of, of but if you, of you also look self at first were, that's not but what they went through is not natural they are not they are they are put through a rigorous process to get conditioned to be able to do the kind of things that they do that That's is, true. That is not That is not natural, and it doesn't feel natural either. Even to them, even if you, and I don't really know much about that history, but I've read books, I've seen movies. They have to drink and get brainwashed in order to do that. That's somebody manipulating them. There, that is the furthest thing from love.
0: You don't think that certain children brought up in certain conditions aren't manipulated as young children on, on what, I think what on love a sub- is? I think
1: on a subconscious level, I think yes. But I th- what, I, what I mean about what love is and what it should be natural is there is no clear defined definition of love. It's natural for every individual person. What I'm saying is love between two people or two things is natural. I'm not saying that people don't love differently. Everybody loves differently. But if you fall in love, and if you are in love, if you claim it, it should be a natural love. It shouldn't feel forced by any one party. It shouldn't feel like, but I do love you.
0: Just so y'all know, this conversation is not about our marriage. But it is. Because <coughs> <laughs> I know y'all wondering. Well, I, think I know the, y'all like, what's happening? To
1: preface, like, there's clearly two people, You know, something that you and I that we are constantly combating with is is exactly what you're talking about, is that there probably is a genuine love for each other that we can't deny. But what I'm talking about is the thing that you and I struggle with is, is our love for each other natural? Or is it based on what we think we're supposed to do versus what really is? And
0: He make that sound a lot worse than what it is. Because I think that naturally... I think we love different, and I think that there's truth to that um in regards to how you express your love for anybody, you know like uh you have people that that don't really know how to articulate it, you have people that are not as affectionate, you have people that are afraid of exposing themselves in that area, and so they restrict what they think love is. To, to limit it for self-preservation, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's just a... Sub, I think it's a subconscious thing. I don't even think it's purposeful. But then you have people that are just overly
1: affectionate and they love to... So let me put it in this... I'll put it in this context. I will agree with you that love... The way people love is culturally different. We can agree to that point? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you were to put a native man from... Brazil or let's say Africa, any part of Africa, and then take a native man or native woman from Russia mm-hmm. and put them around each other, right? Would they, there's, there's a chance maybe that they find an attraction towards each other, but culturally, they would have a hard time communicating with each other. Therefore, they would find a hard time identifying where their common ground is, that natural love because they're having a hard time understanding each other because they, the gestures are different, the words are different, right? The, the aggression levels are way different, right? And exactly what you're talking about as far as emotions and, and affection and all that stuff, right? Those are two different things. So it's really, I'm not saying that it's impossible for those two people to find common ground and to find that natural love for each other. What I'm saying is that because of the language barriers and what you're referring to is in love language, because of those language barriers, they have a hard time finding that.
0: And that's what it's all about. It's about understanding what the other person's language is, which I do feel is something that doesn't happen a lot in marriage. It doesn't happen a lot in relationships. People love the way that they want to be loved to the other person versus finding out how the other person needs to be loved for the sake of the other person. And that is a difference. It is a difference. It's a difference in language. It's a difference in behavior. It's a difference in affection level. It's a difference in sexual uh, preferences. It has so many different layers, even with kids, right? Kids don't necessarily wanna be loved the way that most parents love them. Most parents give them the love they think they ought to have based on the lessons they think they ought to teach them. But that's not necessarily true. Some kids need a different type of love,
1: I, Well, I think, yeah, you're right, I think, I think kids in general need a different type of love than what we would give an adult, or a different type of love than what we were raised with. And a lot of that has to do with the, where we are in times and, and what was necessary given a certain time period and given a certain region, right? A lot of that stuff is also economically driven the way kids are raised and what the values are and and that's a you know that those the, but are kids all,
0: become adults so these, you have right, kids these that are, are raised with but certain that's what, values they that become I mean adults is, that think like that
1: well i know and that's what i mean is that but again it's it's there's not a one wrong way i mean yeah there's bad things that you can do to kids but there's not a wrong way to teach a kid how to love as long as you show the kid how to love, right, and your own whatever that whatever that way is based on your cultural differences, that's that's that. What that's I'm talking not, about. I don't, I don't
0: agree. I don't agree with that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to combat that. That that that. That whatever. I'm gonna have to combat that statement because. Think about it. If a parent thinks that by yelling at their child, they're teaching them, they they they're doing that because they love them. They're teaching them how to be not the way they were or they're teaching them how to be XYZ so they yell at them and they do certain things and they really believe in their mind that doing this to this child is normal, right? That this is what's going to make this child a better child and teach them. What makes but that's, them
1: think that that's okay in their mind?
0: Be, because of probably how they were raised. But and how did it make how, them
1: feel when they were raised?
0: But you don't think, no. It's not about, it's not, it's not I, conscious. I that's not that conscious it's not a conscious, a conscious
1: thing, but it has to be a conscious thing. This, the questions have to be asked. It
0: has to be a conscious thing when you realize that it has to be a conscious thing. It doesn't come, but that's as not parents, natural though. But
1: as parents and human beings, our jobs are to take the things that we're given, Given, to take the past experiences that we've experienced, the knowledge that we're given, and to put it together and to make determinations, right? That's our job as parents, as individuals, to understand how we can be better.
0: Right. And right? That I think so. If think we about identify,
1: so, no, there, there's a lot, yes, there's a lot to think about, and there's a lot of people out there, there's anomalies, and there's always going to be the people out there that don't, you know. And the anomaly and it's, and it's is not, the
0: people who do. The most of the people just fall in pattern and but become the, the and what, stay but, the same the, and just the
1: majority become victims
0: of a the, circumstance. The majority doesn't
1: set what should be
0: right. That I agree. Doesn't, that
1: doesn't eliminate what the ultimate truth is.
0: But I, but that still doesn't say I agree with you that the majority doesn't set the norm. Right. That doesn't mean that because this is done by most people well, that no, it is true. No, the majority
1: true. does set the norm. The norm doesn't necessarily th- that doesn't isn't mean that necessarily right.
0: true. Right. With that being said, though. With that being said, can you not say that something that will be natural for someone else may be a different form of natural for some for the for another person mm-hmm. and that that other person has to learn from their experiences and learn how to love?
1: I think that that person has to learn, no. I think that that person has learned their experiences and I wouldn't say that that person loves any less. I would say that that person loves differently. I would say though that in many cases, because very if, if, we're, if we go back to the two people from two different countries that speak two different languages and have two different cultures, it's very difficult for them to understand, right? So, for instance, you were raised in a house that you yelling was the primary form of communication. There was a lot of yelling, and that's how things got done. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I was raised in a house where talking was the form of communication when things weren't done right.
0: Which is why you want to talk so much. And, and, well, you know, we bump heads on that a lot sometimes. But I think that, I think that if we were looking
1: at talks more. I think that we have an equal amount of talk time.
0: Well, yeah, we've gotten better with it. With communication.
1: Absolutely. But in general, my, my point is, is that, see, to you when you talk to me I have to constantly remind myself that you're not coming at me in an aggressive manner. However, my knee-jerk reaction is you are coming at me in an aggressive manner. So therefore, it is, it, there's another step there that I have to take to identify that before I allow myself to either be hurt or to brush it off. But, you see, if you were dealing with somebody that was raising a similar background, that extra step is not there, which means that when you're communicating, you understand fully that this is not an issue. Just like when somebody is translating, they have to take that extra step. Oh, that's what that word means. So there's always that pause, but see, that, that extra step is what makes it very difficult because that's just when we talk. But there's other mannerisms and other characteristics where that don't match. And so those are the nuances that make it very difficult for two culturally different relationships to really make it work. Now, we have fought to continue to try to make this work.
0: Woo! Welcome to Marriage Counseling. That's what we're going to call this title
1: (laughs) of this particular episode. (laughs) And I think that we've done a phenomenal job at getting us to a point where we can start to share communication, but I'm just... All I'm saying is that if two people are raised differently, it's not whether or not each other loves the same level. It's whether or not that love... I understand that. we we both are agree with that. What I'm saying is is that because of the cultural differences, it's very hard for that love to be natural.
0: And I think what you with that being said, that that does not mean that that natural love cannot be acquired. And I feel like acquired. I feel like people when people have the i I'm gonna tell you what my definition of love is. my definition of love is willingness. I really honestly feel like that's what it is. The willingness to take a look at yourself and say that the way that I look at things or the way that I do things is not necessarily the correct way. And I am willing to change these things and willing to work on these things for the sake of those around me and for the sake of myself, for the sake of my own well-being. If you think about situations, right, you think about marriages, you think about friendships, if you think about uh shit just anything really even co-workers right you work around people that you guys don't get along you you have friendships with people where you guys maybe one is always fronting the bill maybe one is always driving maybe one is always doing xyz right then it comes to a point where the person that's always doing decides hey you know what i don't like this anymore and i don't feel good about this so they communicate that right and that person that they communicate that to is either willing or they're not. And and that's it. And now when, when, now when that discovery is made, willingness doesn't mean it's going to be an instantaneous change because that's not natural. That's not realistic. If a person's been a certain way for 20 plus years, you can't expect them to just decide to be a different way. And that way becomes the evident choice at the forefront of their mind. That's not realistic. It has to be a progression over time of building a new habit and erasing the old ways of thinking. And I do think that love has a lot to do with being willing to take those steps in order to get to that next place because it isn't natural
1: when, for some people. When and, you say willing, define that for me.
0: So, a willingness. So, um, and I'll use myself as example because y'all know I'm super transparent. No, I don't give a I, shit. I just want
1: to, give me, give um, me yeah, a willing, defi- define it though I'm before about, you example it.
0: So, willingness to me is... Taking the time to look at what yourself, right? Taking the time to really say, is this bad for me? Or is this not a good trait? Or is this something that is hurting other people? Or is this something that I like, right? Is this something that I'm, you have to have that, that, that mentality to be able to sit down and not even, I don't want to say mentality, but that attitude of wanting to change, right? It's just like a fucking drug addict. You know what I mean? Uh, You have to have the desire to want to be different and to say, I am willing to go through whatever steps it take to be different, to change, to grow. Changing and growing and becoming different doesn't necessarily mean that you were a bad person before or that that person before was not the person that loved you, or the person that was in love with you? No, that just means that that person before had a bunch of flaws and things, and, and and habitual ways of thinking and being and behaving that is taking time to break down.
1: Yeah, but you're see, but what you're talking about is love in a context in a very general format. Like I have friends that I love, and I have that, and I'm willing to do a lot for them.
0: No, right? I'm not talking about I general have, contact.
1: But see. I think in the context of a, of a marriage, and if that's, if, I'm assuming, is, are we talking about love in the standpoint of marriage and family? Marriage counseling, y'all. Marriage and family. Okay. <laughs> if we're talking about love in that context, it's not a, I, I don't look at it as a willingness. I, I, I believe that when you get into a family, especially marriage, you form a unit. And through forming that unit, you, you let go of yourself. And this is why it is very important to love yourself before you find a, a mate, because the more you love yourself, the more you understand what you are, you know, what your capabilities are and what you bring to the table.
0: Now, would you agree that that love for self is something that should be cultivated growing up?
1: I, I absolutely believe that.
0: And if the lack of that it's something that you. It so now you have to learn. You have yes. to learn that it
1: becomes very throughout your
0: adult relationships. Very, very
1: correct, and so with with that though, but, but we're not talking about it, me though. But it, just but, so y'all know, but aside from that, maybe we are. When you enter a marriage, <laughs> I think that if the two people were to relinquish themselves and their own egos and start to unite and focus on each other and building with each other for each other. I believe that that's where you start to find common ground with love. Because I think the more that we continue to try to be our own individuals in any relationship, whether it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, or husband and wife, and even a parent to child, right? Or just think about your friends, right? If you, if you, if you, de- if you separate yourself from that unit, or you, you be an anomaly to that unit, It's not much of a friendship, is it? Right? You decide to be the outlier. You know, and and, and communication becomes difficult because now you're the one on the outside. Same thing with a family. If the family doesn't act as a unit, then everyone is just kind of on their own thing. There's no unity. There's nothing that brings us together. There's no cohesiveness. And I think in a lot of families, in a lot of marriages... Individuals tend to love themselves and what they're doing more than they love the unit Whether that's the, whether that's the husband and wife Or whether that's the, the child and the kid I mean the, the parent and the child Right? If you look at the dynamics between parents and children The reason that the child grows up not confident Or not feeling love Is because that parent didn't let go of their own ego And fight for that child Right? Show them, hey, you're a priority to me. I'm making you a priority. Same thing with a husband and wife. When a husband doesn't make that wife a priority, when a husband wants to work 13 hours a day or travel three, four, four, three or four days a week and then come home and complain about the house being dirty or certain things not being done. But, I, but, but the husband's been on the road for four days. He's been out of the mix. He can't even form a unity with his family. So how can he blame his family for that? right? But that
0: doesn't mean that that husband doesn't love his wife. What? And, and, and wait, he- wait, wait, wait. That doesn't mean that that husband... That husband may really honestly think that by providing and by doing this... I am loving. That is the way that he might have been taught. He might have seen his father. Do you, you see what I'm saying? It's like it, it, I think it feel? that. But
1: it, how did that? How did people, it make that but then, person feel? If though. you
0: really think about that, think about why people go to therapy, right? Think about why people go to talk to somebody and. Cu- peel off these layers of that emotional onion, right? They constantly pull back because a lot of people don't know that their emptiness came from the fact that their father wasn't around, quote-unquote. They don't know that their fear comes from the I, fact I, that I, it was a lot of yelling. Well, I
1: can't base my... You don't know I can't that. base my definition on love on what other people didn't do.
0: No, no, no. You can't I, base I'm your not definition on base love. And that's not I, what I, hold
1: I, on. I'm not going to base how I love based on what wasn't given to me. I'm going to base my love right and I believe and I, and I do believe that this is just in general that you sacrifice, you prioritize when you become a parent. The minute you become a parent, that child now should become your priority. And I, I and I I I am I I myself was wrong on this when I was younger. I worked hours upon hours when my daughter was first born. And Even up until not too long ago, I was working crazy hours, whether it was in the photo studio, whether it was nightlife, whether it was traveling back and forth between different states. I was not home. Now, I tried my absolute best on the weekends to take my daughter out. This is in her younger ages. Take her out all the time, do stuff with her. And even in the older ages, I try to make sure. But at the end of the day. My my physical presence wasn't here for many of those days, and that and that was regardless of what I learned and what I think, it's wrong.
0: But the but over time, what happened was you started to see the importance of that so so it was a growth a growth occurred for you to decide to step back and say this is a priority my
1: point but my point is that that ultimately once you've once you've hit that growth you identify that the past actions were wrong
0: absolutely and and, And and, and therefore
1: when you see it in other character traits it's still he's very emotional about
0: this guys just so you know that's why (laughs) it's a lot of cutting off because he's yeah so i'm gonna let him have this moment but are you you can go ahead okay (laughs) all right y'all um it is absolutely wrong but think about how a lot of people they don't identify that many people are i think in a in a in a in a average marriage well i'm not even gonna say average because i don't know what that is i don't even know what the average marriage is but in an instance of a marriage where you have two people come together if you have two people that have established lives right they have jobs or careers they have things that they are very confident about and then they decide to join and become one. It is going to be a lot easier for that family to prioritize certain things over others. Prioritize the togetherness. Prioritize, you know, communication if they both come from from households that valued communication, right? It's going to be very easy for that. But if you have two people that do not have their ideas their careers their focuses in order if you have two people that are still searching for themselves which most time in life everybody is still looking for themselves unless they become complacent with the rat race and they just fall in line but most people are searching for a deeper version of themselves to really understand what they want what they love what they desire throughout the course of that it takes It it takes a toll on not only themselves but it definitely takes a toll on the family and it takes a toll on their relationships a lot of the times because they are confused about what matters for them and it happens over time right a growth happens over time they start to either focus more on this because this has been identified to be important to them or they start to focus more on that because that has been identified to be more important to them or or they just go with what they think is right until something shifts or something is being told to them.
1: I'm not saying that we're going to have that natural love overnight, just given the fact that we came up two different ways. I'm saying that we have to relinquish who we are. The only way that, we'll, that a unit, any unit, it doesn't matter what that unit is, and that unit could be a father, a father, daughter, father, son... Right. Husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, friends, co-workers. It does not matter what that unit is. Right. But when you love somebody, you you form a unit, a unit with that person and you start to set goals and dreams together. And that's what keeps that unit strong when they have the same mission. That's how companies grow. That's how families grow is when they have the same mission. But when families have separate missions, when a father has a different mission to go out there and be the richest man in the world, when the mother has a mission to go out there and do whatever that mission is to pursue her own career or to be the best mother, to be whatever her mission is. Right. Somewhere down the line, we have to bring those missions together and start forming missions of our own or else it falls apart.
0: I agree. And I that's what I mean agree. by
1: natural love is that if you're pursuing something with somebody that you na- that you love is natural.
0: That comes I really I have I really strongly believe that that comes with identifying what that need is. That comes with identifying that this family, this unit needs this. This needs that. It's not going to be natural for some people that have worked in solitude their entire life or that have been a very um, um, self-driven type I, person it's not a natural that, thing I don't
1: want to work off of what not what isn't
0: no it's not but it's the identifying I, of I, and then the growing from it's it, okay I I've understand. identified the issue and now I can see it and grow into a better person Why? or not but that's where the willingness comes in that and that's to me where love is it's like oh this is, has been identified now I am a either willing to work on that or b not that's what that's what I see, think I, a, a core part of love starts see, at.
1: Yeah, I I, I I see your point, and and I think that the word willing is something that I have to explore a little bit. Think because about
0: think about kids, right? Think about a parent, like you said, a parent. A parent has a. You have a mother that has a baby, right? It's a couple things that happen here. You got some mothers that know good and well. That they cannot provide for a child. They know good and well that they are not going to be able to give that child I what they need. Wait, you have some parents that know good and well they are not able to give that child what they need, so they are willing to let that child go, be adopted, Defi- or whatever. Define Wait, time out, time out.
1: No, define that for me. They they are not able to.
0: Let me. It 18, An eighteen-year-old that that didn't come from from a lot of support. She just had a baby. She
1: doesn't have a job. She just graduated from high school. Are you saying that school. it's she, harder to, or that she's not able? To? She,
0: in her mind, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Mike. What you think she's able to do? But reality no, no, is no, 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 no. Time out. Let me get minds. my point off because I've let you. Li- I've listened to you a lot on here. The point is. You cannot determine what somebody else can and cannot handle, which is why suicide happens. We say that was a dumb reason to kill themselves or why would somebody kill themselves because of that or how could they be so weak? In our minds, right, people that are able to overcome stuff like that, we think that it's weak but in the person's mind that did it, they thought that was their only option. So, but that being said, it's the same thing with a, a person that lets go of their child. They give their child to somebody else because they don't feel like they can care for them. They give their child up for adoption. It's a willingness that has to happen. I am willing to let go of this child because I do love them because I think this is the right thing to do. Or I'm willing to work my ass off to make sure this child is financially provided for because I didn't come from a household like that or I'm willing to make sure I'm home every night to read to this child because I didn't come up in a household where I was read to but at a young age. Can I, you feel what I'm saying? Like It, I, it, it, it I starts with the problem, a willingness.
1: But the problem that I have with the word willingness is, and, and I have to, again, I'm going to preface this with I have to look this up and, and do a little My bit more. My husband is
0: very logical. He has to And do a little bit more analysis out. on this. it's going to be a spreadsheet about the, willingness. I the
1: word willingness has an <laughs> implication of negativity behind it why because i'm will so for instance i just had a baby i don't know if i could i'm willing to try to be a good mother i'm willing to do it
0: or i'm willing to change the way i look at things in order to wait wait,
1: wait. (laughs) willingness has a an implication of i'm willing despite of Right? It doesn't doesn't it? I don't know. Again, this is why I have to kind of look at this word a little bit because to me there's like this after this this undertone of despite of this I'm willing to, and the fact of the matter is is that when you have a child, right? And this is something that I had to come to terms with very recently. And our daughters are teenagers. I'm not willing to be home more because my I have two more years left for my daughters. I am going to be home more because I have two more years left for my daughters. And I want to spend every minute I can with them. You're
0: going to because you're willing to. I'm going to. (laughs) You're going to because you've decided that that's what you're willing to do.
1: There is no despite (laughs) of. See, and that's why, again, I don't know if this word willing is the right word. I, I have to, again, now analyze it because willing to me says there's something else out there. But I'm willing to do this. But see, to me, there's nothing else out there.
0: To you, no. A pre- no, there, to you. When you, you have,
1: a, when you have, when I today, where I've come to the realization is that as a father, there is nothing else out there. My I'm, job. Hold on. My job is to be a father. As a husband, there is nothing. I'm not willing to be a good husband. I am going to be a good husband because there's nothing else out there for me to be but that. Okay. Now
0: You will, are an anomaly. There are so... If, if that was how it was, it would be so many... But that's many, not pay, about, wait, about It would be anomalies so is many kids... Out here, that does not that are, that are not being raised by single mothers. If that was the case, I, that is not Kelly, the case but we can't, for most but, people. But, I can't, but,
1: but the thing is, is that what is can't be based on what most people do. What no, is not, has to be what is. Truth has to be truth. There cannot be this willingness or this borderline, this this throttling that people do a lot. People make excuses for how people are and for how they are. That's fine. There's a past. But at a certain point, you have to make a decision
0: that past has to be grown from. I don't think there's a way to just decide one day you're going to be and not have to deal with the, the, the habitual reality that old traits are going to be present. There's no fucking way in hell that a person can wake up and say, I'm going to be this today and decide to never go back to who they were. That happens a lot. That can happen with a drug addict. Mm-hmm. A drug addict can say, "I'll never touch drug again," but that does not mean the urge for those drugs are not going to still be in their system. Which is why people say you're in recovery for the rest of your life you can never have another drink you can never have another because it is a constant lifestyle process so that to me is the same thing for people that are come that are that are raised in certain situations where they're not given a certain way of a certain level of confidence a certain level of self-respect a certain level of love a certain and i'm not saying that i wasn't i'm just saying there are many 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 people out here that don't understand what those things are Mm -hmm. and if you get married before you figure those things out, it is going to cause problems in a marriage because that marriage is going to have to figure those things out together. And I don't think it's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's anything wrong with feeling that, feeling, figuring those things out together, but I do think there has to be a willingness on both parties to fight through that. They have to, be, they have to say that, yes, I'm here. I'm going to do this. I made the decision that we're going to work through this. That is what it comes down to. But you got to be willing to do that. And if you're not willing to make that sacrifice, right, that's where the fucking button of the heads is going to constantly happen.
1: I, I agree with you that there has to be a willingness. I, I, I will agree with that point. I will also say, though, that I think that if... We
0: had to pause because we were starting to fight and yell. No, I'm just kidding. We have a school right here by our uh, our house. and That's
1: a waste of time.
0: No, what are you talking about? It's it's, it's a school right here by our house and their Pledge of Allegiance popped on and we can hear it through our window because that's how close we are to school. So I had to pause real quick there. But the crazy thing about it is you didn't even know that I paused because you just don't have the ability to see that. We're about to wrap this up with his final thought. Um, I think this was a great marriage counseling session. I mean, podcast. Um, (laughs) And and I'm going to let him give his final thought before we uh, sum up the point of this entire thing. So you think the willingness.
1: I think that willingness is, is a key factor. I'll agree with you with that. I think that also that people do have to identify their cultural differences and identify if... I think that people... One one mistake that I think you and I went into this with is we've always understood that there were differences in our culture. I don't think we understood to what magnitude that they would affect our lives, um, those differences. and And I think that That's something that myself and maybe you, but I know for myself that I have to start taking those into closer consideration when responding and when even thinking about situations. Um, At the same time, I think that when we... I think that we can't rest on our cultural differences either. So we can't rest on our backgrounds to let us that make absolutely us... Absolutely
0: not. We live, in, we live in a far suburb and I stay well, far away from my background. Well, what I mean by what I mean is, though, is that we
1: can't allow our, our, our cultural backgrounds to define who we are.
0: Absolutely. We have
1: to look at our marriage and look at our unity and our family and define who we are in that marriage and in that family. Um, more than anything in order to make a strong family unit work.
0: All right, y'all. Y'all heard it here, uh, right here on Kelly Talks with Mike today about how to work through a family unit. I think that's what y'all heard. I don't know if that's what y'all heard. We we were talking about We tried to get there. We tried to get to the point of love and what love is and how you make that work within a family or even within a friendship. I personally think it starts with the willingness. It has, to, you have to be willing to to change. You have to be willing to do things differently from how you've been taught or raised or your habitual nature in order for anything to come from it. Uh, Mike thinks it should be natural. Um, and, and, and I mean, that's the conversation we have in our marriage all the time is, is, is the naturalness versus the willingness. and, you know, I love my husband to death. I talk about him all the time. Y'all hear, y'all hear his name. Y'all hear something about him on every podcast. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I also have to understand that in life, you have to be willing to bring that same energy and excitement for your mate into the household. Um, not just outside of the household to boast about what, who they are, or what they are, or how great they are. If they don't feel that or if you're not showing them that, then it doesn't matter. Because that that expression to that person is where it matters the most. And I've started to realize that we rest a lot behind fear. We rest a lot behind what we think somebody is going to interpret what we're saying or what we think. And that has a lot to do with pride. That has a lot to do with ego. And many, many people are raised in households where they're protecting their ego and they're protecting their pride and they will not be wrong Um, And that's something that has to change. That's something that has to change across the board for everybody. You can't be afraid to be wrong. You can't uh, be afraid to be sensitive. You can't be afraid to to relinquish your fears for the sake of, of love. And I'm starting to learn that Mike is starting to learn that he hasn't he sound real goddamn good on this podcast. But he is not always, (laughs) he is not always that focused on, well, it's love is this. No, we have a lot of butting of the heads of trying to figure out what makes sense for our unit. But it is that willingness, it is that willingness to identify and to not rest on who you are and to change that makes the biggest difference. Um, I think Felonius would have loved this goddamn conversation right here. with his new york ass but either way i love this conversation with my husband it was a great one i think um i think we got a lot i think this marriage counseling was a great i think it was a great session should we pay pay the counselor should we pay should we pay the people
1: i guess who we paying
0: the people oh yeah hey y'all this is kelly talks uh with mike today we out see you next week we mm-hmm.